Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thursday, January 14th, here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio. Ready to get started on this wonderful Thursday as we now count down the hours until opening night. Arizona Coyotes, San Jose Sharks, 7 p.m. Arizona time. Man, does it feel nice to say that hockey, Arizona hockey, will be played today. Coming up on today's program, we are going to finalize some of the roster information for you as we if, as the final roster finally comes out for Arizona, as well as the taxi squad information. And then also, later on, J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks, one of our sister podcasts, will be on today to discuss tonight's game and what to expect from our frenemies, the San Jose Sharks, upcoming this season. All that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Once again, this is Rob Leonio, new host of Locked On Coyotes. Been covering the Coyotes and Tucson Roadrunners for the last three, four years or so for 5forhelen.com. Now let's go ahead and get started with today's program by talking some roster news. Again, the final bit of roster news as we get ready for tonight's opening night. The 23-man roster. Officially announced for Arizona. Includes three goaltenders, seven defensemen, and 13 forwards. The uh, Usually, uh, again, usually you always have that extra. This is different because having a third goaltender in there makes things a little interesting. Uh, you usually don't see that. But we'll get more into that in just a little bit. In numerical order, here are the players that are on the final roster for the Arizona Coyotes. We got Nicholas Jalmerson, Jacob Chikrin, Nick Schmaltz, Clayton Keller, John Hayden, Derek Broussard, Tyler Pitlick, Christian Dvorak, Johan Larson, Oliver Ekman Larson, Barrett Hayton, Aiden Hill, Antti Ranta, Alex Goligoski, Darcy Kemper, Christian Fisher, Jason Demers, Lawson Kraus, Kyle Capobianco, Phil Kessel, Jordan Osterley, Connor Garland, and Drake Kajula. And that is in addition to the six-man taxi squad ready for the upcoming season in Hudson Fashing, Michael Chaput, Dryden Hunt, Frederick Gauthier, Victor Soderstrom, and Jordan Gross. So again, that is the opening night roster plus the six-man taxi squad. Let's dive into it a little bit. Maybe some of the things that you might have noticed, that you might have heard, that were like, huh, that's interesting. The first one I mentioned earlier, the three goaltenders. Darcy Kemper, Auntie Ranta, and Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill making the final roster, which is, I think, going to be super awesome. That with this condensed schedule that we have here coming up this season... Having three goaltenders is going to be super helpful, not to mention Arizona is probably, and you know, you can tell me I'm wrong, and this is my opinion, 
But Arizona probably has the most lethal trifecta of goalies out there. A lot of you probably haven't seen Aiden Hill. Maybe you did briefly when he had his about, you know, one week and a half-ish stint in the NHL a couple seasons ago, I want to say, maybe even last season, while uh, Kemper and Ranta were unavailable. So they brought him up, and he played well. And then one became available, and he's like, all right, we don't need him anymore. We're going to send you back down to Tucson. But I got a chance to watch Aiden Hill in Tucson for the last about, uh, you know, three, four years. Again, he's been in Tucson for that long. And he has impressed every single time. Standing on his head, majority of the games, and it's, I can't say enough of how good of a goaltender he is. And, and with what it showed from his briefs in the NHL, he's capable. He is capable. So to have him as the number three behind Darcy Kemper and Antti Ranta is huge for Arizona. A couple of the other ones that you might want to notice is uh, Kyle Capobianco. He will be the number seven defenseman, very likely. Um, and I think it's that's also really helpful to have. Of course, he'll likely be a healthy scratch through a couple of the games, as the, the usual self seventh defenseman does. But he can easily slot in at any point during the season, and he's shown promise. He's made it to Arizona Coyotes several times throughout his career, but injury has sent him either you know ended his season early, or maybe he just wasn't developed enough at the time when they called him up, and they're like, all right, we'll season you a little bit more down in Tucson. Him making the final roster is a good showing that he that he stayed in shape. And was good enough to make the final roster for Arizona. And I am super excited for him. As again, as someone who's covered him in Tucson for a good part of the last few years. A couple other notes that you guys may have heard or not heard. Let's say that one first. The one not heard. Ilya Labushkin. You're like, wait, where is he? I didn't even hear him in the taxi squad or the opening night roster. He still has to quarantine and, well, he has to resolve immigration issues and visa issues coming back into the United States. So, once he's able to come back into the U.S., that's when he has to quarantine, as mandated by the National Hockey League. And then he will be added to the roster. So, don't fret. Labushkin will be added to the roster once he returns. We also talked about some of the... Uh, question marks behind uh, Fashing, Shapu, Hunt, Gautier. Uh, when they got waived, we were like, oh, are they going to go to Tucson or are they going to go to the taxi squad? There was your answer. They are headed to the taxi squad. It seems Lane Peterson and Aaron Ness and Blake Spears will be headed to Tucson. We will continue to follow how this uh, roster shapes up as the season goes as maybe uh, COVID protocols hit and stuff like that. Speaking of which, Lawson Krause was unavailable at yesterday's practice due to COVID protocols, and the National Hockey League is now acquiring teams to kind of 
let us know is if a team is if a certain player is being held out due to uh, any you know again COVID protocols, whether or not he is still held out for today's game at the time as this recording is unknown. Be sure to uh, give me a follow at Robliana One, and I'll try to give you the most up to date information regarding that. But anyways, coming up, JD Young of Locked On Sharks will be joining us in just a moment to talk with us about, well, opening opening weekend, Arizona Coyotes San Jose Sharks, starting tonight at 7 p.m. So once again, JD Young joining us in literally just a moment. But first, let me talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. How excited are you guys for hockey season? You're betting, guys. I know you're really excited for those games. You got games coming up tonight. Are you going to bet on any of them? Are you one that likes to bet on your own team? You got everything on betonline.ag. It really is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we at Locked On Podcast trust when it comes to betting on sports. Heck, it doesn't even he doesn't have to even be single games. You can go ahead and bet on futures and props and other player stuff. It's got everything that you would ever want when it comes to sports betting. So guys, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We continue with you now here on Locked On Coyotes to get ready for opening night. 7 p.m. start here in Arizona at Gila River Arena between the Arizona Coyotes and San Jose Sharks. Welcome back to the show. We are now fortunate enough to be joined by J.D. Young of Locked on Sharks, one of our sister podcasts, to talk about this Sharks team that we should expect this season and as a uh, frenemy of the uh, West Division this year. How you doing, J.D.? I'm doing well. It's the Honda division. Please, we need to get our cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely need another Honda. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> but, but, yeah, doing well. Uh, excited. The first uh, time for, like, Sharks hockey since March. So, yeah, I'm excited to, like, actually watch hockey again. It's been way too long. <laughs> so, that's the thing I'm really curious about that I want to ask you. So, San Jose has not played a game since March of last year. Uh, what is your expectation for the this San Jose team? And uh, is is there a lot of question marks still in the air because of how long all these players have been left off the ice? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some question marks with the team. Um, that, you know, we're, we're starting to see some of the older guys like Joe Thornton is no longer with the team. You know, he's he was after being with the Sharks for 15 years. Um, so the whole third line is kind of a new line uh, between adding uh, Ryan Donato from the Minnesota Wild. Um, they signed Matt Nieto of Long Beach native fame. Um, he came back after being with the, with the Avs for a couple of years. And then uh, Gregor, who had a nice rookie season, um, is going to be taking over that third line spot. So that whole third line is a completely brand new compared to what we saw last year. Um, you know, we've, the Sharks, it's, you know, it's kind of a lot of the same core pieces, um, that are coming back from a awful season last year. And then I think with, uh, 
they basically just wanted to try to see if they could let the new guy or like some younger guys kind of get some more rep, reps and try to get some more ice time and see if they could um, contribute this year. And I think with this weirder year, you, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, I, I tried looking through the uh, the San Jose roster uh, over the last couple of weeks and really, you know, following through them through training camp. Uh, of course, uh, I saw that they were they, they've been playing in Scottsdale for the last uh, couple of weeks. And I think it seems like they're going to be playing there for quite a bit, right? Yeah, their season um, right now, Santa Clara County, they're not letting um, any sports basically take place. Like the 49ers had to come down for the last you know month of the season. Um, the Sharks is, you know, they're, I'm actually expecting them basically to not play much of any of the season in San Jose. And I mean, especially with their, their schedule is very road uh, heavy to begin the season. So um, yeah, it's going to be kind of an interesting test for them where they might be, you know, nomads the entire season and not actually have a true home game. A couple other things too, is uh, I know that this uh, like, Reading through the team over the last year as well, it's a team that uh, I saw dealt with a lot of injuries. Of course, them being gone, like you know, not playing in this long time. Uh, how mm. healthy is this team to you? Uh, at least from what you've been able to hear and see. Yeah, I mean, the big ones were you know um, Eric Carlson. He broke his thumb um, to end his season last year. Um, Hurdle tore up his knee. He is back to one hundred percent. He's he said he's actually his legs are uh, much are so strong now that he's actually had to buy bigger pants because his legs are that much bigger from all the muscle. Um, and then, yeah, Eric Carlson, he should be 100 um, percent. The reports right now are he's uh, looking very energetic and it's kind of the best that we've seen him, you know, especially going into last year. He was rehabbing off the groin injury. So he definitely had a really slow start and it felt like he was getting kind of getting back into his groove before he broke his thumb on. You know, it's one of those freak plays where just the puck hits him in the wrong spot and then all of a sudden, you know, a broken thumb. Um, right now, the only major injury is uh, Redeem Shimmick, their third-pair defenseman. He's been battling with some knee issues since he tore up his knee two seasons ago. Um, last year, he missed about 20 games, and it seems like he's still having some issues with that knee. So he's not expected to uh, make his debut until the St. Louis series. So... Last week, I had a uh, I had another guest on my show uh, who is uh, who's a good friend of mine, and he was a co-host for me on a radio show um, that I did while I was at the University of Arizona. And uh, he actually, you know, put his four teams that he had in this Honda division and said where they're each going to, uh, where some of the teams are going to be placed, at least in that top mm-hmm. four. Uh, he had, of course, Vegas number one, Colorado number two. And the surprise was number three and four to me, honestly. Um, and I think to a lot of people, he put Arizona at three and San Jose at four. He believe, he strongly believes that San Jose is going to have a resurgence and that uh, Minnesota and St. Louis are going to take um, a bit of a step back this year. Um, what is your thought on that prediction that he put out? It's a bold prediction, but... A, can San Jose yeah. put out? Can San Jose put out a res, at least a, anything close to resurgence like that? I, I mean, I think so. If you kind of think, I mean, I, I, I kind of don't agree with the Blues. I think the Blues are easily one of the like ten best teams in the, the league. 
Um, but if you look at the rest of the, the division, so you, you kind of have those big boys between Colorado, Vegas, and the Blues. You, you pencil those guys in, um, unless there's some sort of catastrophic you know injury or something like that to those teams. But you kind of pencil those guys in as a top three. But then I think it just comes down to you know Minnesota, um, Arizona, and San Jose going to be fighting for that last playoff spot. And you know basically, if you kind of can earn your points against you know, those other teams, you're going to have a shot to make the playoffs. So um, for them, it's going to come down to the guys who basically had career years, if they can bounce back. And if the goaltending can go from um, God awful to somewhat mediocre, I think they have a chance. All right. So who's the player that uh, Coyotes fans got to watch out for um, as we get ready for the, uh, for the season and for the, and, and for this upcoming series as they get ready to play San Jose. Uh, I think Timo Meyer. He's definitely had a really nice um, off season. He's look, been looking really good in camp from based off all the reports, and I think he's especially after last year where he it, it felt like he had a down year, even though he led the team in points. Um, I think he's going to come out and kind of prove that he's one of the best um, kind of young stars in the league this year. And so I, I think that Timo Meyer is going to come out and try to try to set the tone. Awesome, and you know what? Because I just asked about what Coyotes fans should expect for the upcoming season, let's go ahead and get ready to preview the upcoming series between Arizona and San Jose starting tonight at 7 p.m. at Gila River Arena. About 3,000 fans are going to be let in. We'll do that literally in just a sec here on Locked On Coyotes. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com. Are you guys sick and tired of going to a uh, chain auto parts store and trying to ask them for a part, they sell you a universal part, which says it's going to fit most cars. And not only is it not fit your car that you find out later, but it was super expensive. Yeah, I hate that too. So that's where rockauto.com comes into place. It actually gives you to-the-spec information on what fits your car. You, you type in your car information and it tells you, all right, these parts organized you know, by certain branches will fit your car, and the best part is, these prices are unbeatable. Like I told you in previous episodes, I went ahead and looked at a set of spark plugs on rockauto.com, and they were about 50% less than at the local auto parts store that I was also comparing the price to. It's definitely a no-brainer. Get them at rockauto.com. So what are you guys waiting for? Head over to rockauto.com right now, and put in your car, or truck information to see what parts fit your car. And while you're there, if you decide to purchase anything, in their reference box or the how did you hear about us box, let them know that Locked On sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Now let's go ahead and talk about, well, the upcoming series. We, you know, once again, I'm Rob Liano. I got J.D. Young from Locked On Sharks joining us here today as we get ready for this series, two-game series tonight at 7 p.m. Arizona time at Gila River Arena. And then again on Saturday at around, I believe it's like 2 p.m. So Yeah, nice day game. <laughs> yeah, a wonderful day game. I got to make sure I got to get up earlier than I normally do and um, maybe get something more refreshing rather than uh, 
I don't know. It might be too early for beer if I'm working that day. We'll see. It's never too early for beer on a Saturday. That's the Locked on Sharks rule. <laughs> oh, I like that rule. I like that rule. But let's go ahead and break down this uh, uh, this this series. I know both of these teams have announced their final rosters. Um, and I was actually reading through some of the uh, the Sharks' Twitter uh, and they said that there's a couple guys in the taxi squad who are actually going to be on, uh, who are actually going to be playing tonight. Uh, what do you yeah. know about that? Yeah, John Leonard and um, Noah Gregor, as I mentioned before, Noah Gregor, that's your third line center. Uh, John Leonard's a rookie out of UMass. Uh, he actually led uh, all NCAA in scoring last year. I was a, I think, six round pick for a couple years ago. But anyway, he will be making his debut. Um, I think the taxi squad is just kind of one of those paper transaction things to kind of help massage the cap a little bit. But no, he will be uh, the second line playing with uh, Evander Kane and uh, Tomas Hurdle. Um, so yeah, he'll be making his debut. And and uh, to to the Coyotes fans listening to hear. Um, Coyotes aren't doing any of that kind of transaction for now. Um, Ilya Labushkin, once again, as a, as a reminder, as I said earlier in the episode, in the first segment, that uh, he is uh, still abroad and battling immigration issues. So he's not on the roster. And I believe on that side, you have, uh, I mean, you got quite a bit. Obviously, uh, one of the new ones that we're going to see is Kyle Cabobianco on the defense for Arizona. He's been playing in Tucson for the last three years, kind of going up and down. I'm personally excited to see him play. Um, maybe he doesn't actually play. He's the seventh defenseman. But this is a t- this is an Arizona team, JD, that uh, is very similar to last year. You know, with the... Obviously, they had the, sub- the subtraction of uh, Derek Stepan and Taylor Hall. But bringing in Derek Broussard is one of the things that they did to kind of help that. It seems that he's going to be a, uh, looks like a third-line wing, at least according to Daily Faceoff. We still don't know what the line rushes are. Maybe we'll find out at morning skate. But that is what we expect from Arizona. Plus, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to see this uh, from that, that angle too, but you might be able to see, and that's why I said might, is the third goaltender because... Arizona announced that they had on their starting roster or on their opening night roster three goaltenders. They have Aiden mm. Aiden Hill as their third behind Darcy Kemper and Antti Ranta. Who's going to be starting? Uh, do you know what 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 do you expect for the goalies? Like who's starting which game? Uh, if I had to, uh, there's really no like given on what it's going to be. But I, if I had to take a guess, I believe Darcy Kemper will be the starting goaltender tonight and anti-Ranta on Saturday, it really could be a toss-up between Ranta and Hill. They might want to give uh, Aiden Hill the uh, the reps in the NHL to keep him going because, well, they could either keep him up in, in the NHL and see what he can do, or they can send him down to Tucson because the Roadrunners don't start their training camp for another week or so, and, well, their season doesn't start until early next month. And he's the num- they've been their number one guy, so maybe they give him the reps. But Darcy Kemper will definitely be the number one. Um, now that now I will go ahead and uh, rally the question back to you. I know San Jose has uh, two goaltenders at least on their roster right now, 
in Martin Jones and in I'm not blanking on wow, why am I blanking on it? Devin Dubnik. I'm like I knew I knew his name. I was just like, what 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 was his name? Yes, yeah, so, and Devin Dubnik. What's your expectation on who starts? Uh yeah, Bob Boomer hasn't um announced yet, but he um suggested uh that it most likely is gonna be Jones on Thursday. Um and the way I think they want to kind of uh deploy the the goaltenders, I, I feel like it wants they want to have more of a 50-50 split until someone kind of takes the mantle, especially with the Sharks. They have uh I believe they have 12 back-to-backs this year. So um I think they're gonna want to try to uh limit you know the amount of games started for each one. So they're gonna to try to split it. So expect Jones on uh on Thursday and then Dubnik for the Saturday start. Um, I always I always hate being that guy, but uh, I saw that a um, there, there was a report that came out. I believe it was like a coach's poll on starting <laughs> goaltenders, and I believe Martin Jones was like what twenty nine out of thirty one. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he has not been uh, hashtag good the past couple of years, and I mean uh, we you know we we definitely dove into him this uh off season because one we had plenty of time to do so uh into martin jones i think is definitely one of the kind of hot topics um you know he he's definitely i think uh one of the stats is he's given up 56 goals more than expected over the past two years um and basically anybody coming down on his uh blocker side it's just like open season for him so with the the sharks you know they they hired Bob Bugner this year, took the interim tag off. And then um, they went out and they got Rocky Thompson, um, who was with the Chicago Wolves uh, as their head coach to kind of come in and help shore up the defense. So we're, the Sharks are expecting to play a kind of a more defensive and more tightening uh, kind of defense than they've had in the past couple of years, especially under Pete DeBoer, who kind of just let them run around and do what they want. So hopefully that kind of helps to limit the, uh, you know, attack on Jones and that way he's not put in so many high danger situations. So that's, I think that's the plan for them. Let's go ahead and uh, get into some of the predictions that we have going today. I first want to go ahead and point out to uh, some, some of the line information that we have courtesy of our friends at betonline.ag. Right now, Arizona is a point and a half favorites. Uh, You have the total points around five and a half points. Uh, how does that does that seem accurate to you? Do you do that? I think so. Um, I I bet the kind of the first period period and a half might be a little sloppy, especially for you know the Sharks who haven't played a game in, since March, and then you know the Coyotes. It's um, you know basically you've had a week and a half of training camp, um, so you could maybe see some soft goals in uh, coming in a little early, just from guys not being in the right spot. Um, and maybe kind of taking advantage of that. So if it was me, I would probably just go push towards the over uh, just because I think you might see some sloppy hockey. Who, uh, w- what would your final score be in, in, in this scenario? I'm going to go four to two sharks. <laughs> four to two sharks. All right. Yep. Um, I, I, I could see, I could potentially see that. Honestly, I think this game is going to be pretty close. I think it's going to be a fun game. Um, yeah. These, uh, I, I think definitely travel is not going to be a problem because San Jose only really has to travel about 25 miles um, unless they had to deal with the traffic on the uh, the 101, which I know a lot of you, a lot of you uh, Coyotes fans ha- know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and so 
it's going to be interesting. Although I will say this, I think um, if this game or if Arizona comes out in any of the way that I saw them play at the beginning of last year, the way they like that kind of style, super fast, um, high scoring, this game I think it can easily go into Arizona Coyotes' favor. If it goes the way they played during the playoffs, especially against Colorado, it can go the absolutely other way because they were abysmal on the power play. They couldn't generate shots. They were relying on Darcy Kemper way too much. So honestly, I think I mean I can go with you on the on on that over. Um, that's for sure. And I think this one's going to go about uh, I'll say four to three Coyotes. Yeah, I think uh, with the style of these teams, um, with you know the Sharks, where I think they kind of were going to be able to control the play a little bit, but you could see the Coyotes being able to kind of counterpunch, and then Martin Jones gets up a soft one, which he is known to do from time to time, um, and then Darcy Kemper is just kind of getting peppered with shots, and then you know you can't stop them all. So that's kind of the way I've I've envisioned this game going. So, and I'll, I can even go a step further just for the. Uh... Coyotes fans out there who want to know who I think will be the X factor in the game. And um, it's going to be no surprise in my own and a lot of you guys based off how you've been listening to me the last week. Expect a lot from the man Connor Garland, the guy who's just recently got promoted to a full-time gig in Arizona after several years in Tucson. So that's my that's that's my prediction, J.D. Yeah, um, like I said, I think with the... I, um, the Sharks, I think a team of mine is going to come out and try to set the tone. Um, I do like your Connor Garland pick. We actually did a, a little bit of study of, on him um, over the offseason. And a certified sniper, that guy. He's he's pretty good. He is definitely one of my favorite players. And I and listeners here will, will definitely tell you that uh, I'm going to keep talking about him all season long. <laughs> a quick, although a quick reminder, guys, that with the NHL regular season underway, the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Locked On NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcast. So that will just about do it on this episode. Thank you, JD, for uh, coming on, making some predictions, and uh, giving us the, the lowdown on San Jose. Uh, no problem, man. Anytime. Again, that will just about do it here for Locked On Coyotes. This is Rob Leonio. Hope you guys stay safe, stay healthy. Let me know if you're going to tonight's game. I will put out a poll question on Twitter. And everyone, don't forget to howl on.